Welcome back to Sodexo Engage's human and impactful podcast on empowering people, fueling businesses. My name is Corinne Chapman, and this week I'm joined by colleague and savvy saver, Lisa Fortune. Hello. Hi, Corinne. Thank you so much for inviting me along. Thank you. I love the fact that you're calling me a savvy saver. We must caveat (laughs) at this point that I am no Martin Lewis. (laughs) He is a god, a hero of mine in the financial world. But yes, yes, I like my savvy saver title. Hey, we all have to learn from the best, hey? (laughs) We do. Um, so we are, we've pretty much summed up what we're actually talking about today. We uh, we are talking about financial wellbeing benefits, um, how to use them to stretch your salary further and to support yourself and your household. So if you own or work for a business that has made financial wellbeing benefits available with Lisa's help today, you'll learn how to make the most of them. And if you uh, if you have yet to go down this path as an organisation or a HR professional, this podcast will help you understand the difference you can make for your people. So before we get started, uh, Lisa, please tell us a bit about yourself, uh, your role and your journey here at Sodexo Engage. Okay, uh, my name is um, Lisa, as we've already said. I am part of our business development team. Um, It takes a bit of a consultative role. I've worked within the reward and benefit industry. I was just thinking about this earlier (laughs) on. Oh, it makes me quiver for 27 years. Wow. And you say you're not an expert. (laughs) If this was a visual podcast, my age would be given away. (laughs) This is Um, the beauty of podcasts. (laughs) Yes, this is the beauty of podcasts. So yeah, I've worked in the industry for an awful long time. But I'm, you know, the most important thing is I'm just an ordinary person trying to Mm -hmm. think about how I can manage my money, um, enjoy life a bit better, save Mm -hmm. a bit money. So um, it's not really about all those 27 years experience in many ways, just about being, being a normal person. Yeah, making that money stretch further for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So talking about being an ordinary person, you know, everyone, we can't really escape the fact that we are living in a cost of living crisis. We see it every day on the headlines. Um, You know, we want to be positive, obviously, but the statistics really are a little bit bleak, which is why we we are talking about it. Um, It's suggested that 7.8 million people are struggling to pay their bills. We hear that in the worst case scenarios, people are having to choose between heating their house and feeding their families. It's all impacting on mental health. Um, Obviously, physical health is also uh, an issue um, on healthier lifestyles, not being heating homes, damp. So the consequences are really quite far reaching. The monthly wage has never had to work so hard. And for many of us, it just simply can't stretch far enough. So towards the end of last year, we did see a lot of businesses taking steps to help their employees by offering pay increases and uh, one-off cost of living bonuses. Um, But Lisa, you you are at the forefront, really. You talk to business owners and HR professionals every single day. So are you hearing that there is still a strong desire for businesses to help their employees through the cost of living crisis? Absolutely, Corinne. Um, Do you know, I would say there's almost an emotional undertone now when you speak to HR professionals they almost feel a bit at a loss, you know, what more they can do. They're trying so hard. They, as individuals, appreciate the challenges that we're facing financially. They've got um, a, a colleague base who are will naturally be approaching them with the difficulties and challenges that they're facing on a personal level. Um, so it, they're finding it hard. But there's still a lot of positivity. They are saying, you know, we're going to batten down the hatches. We want to review what we're doing currently. How effectively, how smartly are we using it? Are we promoting it as positively as we should? Um, 
sometimes also streamlining things a little bit you know we've got benefits here there and everywhere putting them all in one place is a really big ambition you know lots of HR people have been for many years putting benefits in place but not always centralizing those so that's a really key factor a focus on communication but absolutely but it's very heartfelt the conversation that we have with people about you know we just want to help people save money and that is the tone you know they're literally saying I'm saying you know what are your key objectives what are you here in your business and and they just want to help yeah and you know we talk about the individual and the household but businesses are impacted by financial crisis as well <laughs> so, so how can we do more with what we've got and make it cost effective so cost effective sustainable it's, it's language we're using on a daily basis as well isn't it yeah and that and that pot of money you know you were saying about um you know, organize, we've seen organizations giving pay rises and things like that. I, I again hear a lot of that, but it is not a bottomless pot. No, that's you it. know, there's only so much that an organization to do. And we see organizations, some in the position to very proactively do that. Others, not at all. You know, others maybe just given a nominal £50 in in vouchers to help with shopping at Christmas time and things of that nature. So, um, you know, if organisations didn't have the money to give pay rises before, it doesn't. It, they definitely don't have it now. That's it. Um, when we we talk, moving on, sort of how businesses can help, and as you say, it's not a one solution fits all. Everyone has got different restraints and constraints. Um, as you also pointed out at the beginning, you uh, you asked me when we talked about this that you know, so are we going to have a financial expert to to back us up here when we're talking about financial well being? And I said, no, actually, <laughs> whilst, you know, there's a lot of expertise in the industry, sometimes I think experience and hearing from peer to peer that you, as a woman, as a mother, as a family, as somebody who has to run a household, how you can make your salary stretch further. And as I mentioned, you are a salary saver, which is the reason that you were, you were invited here today. So you, you are very actively engaged with the financial wellbeing products that we have available to employees here at Sodexo Engage because we are actually very lucky. Um, everything we provide to businesses to provide to their employees is also available to us. So can you talk us through some of the products that do sit under the financial wellbeing pillar? Absolutely, yes. So um, we have our discounts programme, which I can give you literally tons of examples of how <laughs> I take advantage of that. We have our spree cashback card, um, which again is an alternative way of making savings sometimes with different networks of retailers. I really like that in a sort of when I'm on the move, quick run into a place maybe to grab a meal deal, a sandwich or something of that nature. Um, our EAP has elements of support for financial well-being as well. It uh, it tends to be more focused around maybe somebody struggling, they've gotten themselves into a difficult situation. Um, a voluntary arrangement is something people might need to consider looking into if the things have just gotten a, a little bit out of hand. It's a great safe space to be able to talk to somebody that from um, a counselling perspective will understand how stressful it is for somebody, but also be giving them some positive steps that they can take through trusted sources to get help and action. Um, we do also work with two partner providers that 
provide uh, platforms for financial education, so money management tools, um, the ability to maybe consider consolidation. There are products that enable people to maybe take salaried advance, uh, even emergency occurs. It doesn't have to be an emergency. The boiler's broken. It could just be you've been asked out to somebody's birthday dinner. You totally forgot about it. You quite haven't got the budget in your month to pay for that and, and you'd like to advance £50. So there's loads of ways that our products can help people. People are going to tune into them in a very different way. I'm super tuned into the discounts. <laughs> um, I think um, we call ourselves a super user, you know, so I am actively using discounts on a very regular basis. Um, and if I'm in a rush, uh, it doesn't even matter because it's so quick to do. You know, it's about 60 seconds to do. So there are loads of ways that you can save. Mm-hmm. One of the things you mentioned there was um, the EAP and um, the apps and things available. And we talk about education being important as well. So it's it's one thing to offer a benefit, but if somebody doesn't know how they can embed it into their lives and the actual impact it's going to make, uh, but also just financial, just how to manage your money better. Not everybody is, it's also, I guess, depending on what generation you're from, not everyone's really had to, to budget to the same extreme um, times of crisis, you know, we haven't seen a recession in, in years, you know, the new working generation have never had to deal with this before. So um, in terms of tools to to manage your money and introduce sort of financial education benefits, there are like tools, like tools available to us on a daily basis. How would you sort of recommend that people start doing this, start taking the steps to manage their money better? Okay, so I think on um, the easiest way I find to do this is start with something you're already doing or accessing. So most people's banking apps now will give them a tool within the app to categorize your spending. So you can pop things into a grocery category, utilities, eating out, entertainment, And that is something that's already at your fingertips. When you're sitting watching TV, whatever your thing is, Coronation Street, Martin Lewis, Love Island, (laughs) whatever that might be, just sit, give yourself a goal in the adverts, go into your app, just go through one month of transactions, start popping everything into its categories. And once you do that once, it will automatically happen for you. And then when you go back into your account and you think, oh, this month, where has my money gone? Yes. I, just, just, <laughs> I, I often think that. <laughs> we, we all do that, I think, yeah. Uh, and you can go in and go, ah, okay, we've, ate, we've eaten out too much this month, <laughs> right? Let's start eating from the freezer or, mm-hmm. you know, or getting some maybe batch cooking done to make things a bit more economical. So there's tools at your fingertips that you already have available. There are also out there, um, and there are lots of them, so I'm not going to name anyone specific. There are apps that you can download that use a technology called open banking. Um, so it's very safe environment, but basically, in a virtual cloud in the sky, it takes a feed from your bank account and it does the categorizing for you to a large extent. And it gives you a little summary that you can very easily see. So a little bit like you would do in your own banking app, but it does all the hard work for you. So that's another little alternative that you might consider. Super easy, doesn't take a lot of time. Do it in the adverts, you know, while the dinner's cooking, 
just set yourself some small goals. You know, that's what the key thing you've got to do. It's not going to happen if you don't take action. Yeah, this is it. It's habit changing, isn't it? Like you say, it's not just getting into the habit of, of doing something in that respect, but it's it's getting into that mindset as well, isn't it? You've got to work out what you want from the end of it. You know, for me, Corinne, I'm a single mum with two children. I'm running a home on my own financially. But I, you know, this is the fun factory we live in. I (laughs) want to do great stuff with my kids. I want to take them to adventure parks and to, you know, they love climbing, jumping, bouncing, anything of that nature. So for me, that um, the behaviours equals the values. If I behave in a particular way and I check in with how I'm managing my finances, that will equate to the value. And the value of being a bit smarter means I get to go and have more fun with my kids. And that's what I love to do. Or treat myself to a posh bottle of wine (laughs) or go on a little dinner with friends. You know, just work out what motivates you. You've got to work out what your motivation is. And if you want to do these nice things in this current economic climate, it's not going to come easy. You've got to put a bit of effort in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and you basically summed up there why you were invited to do this with me, this this peer-to-peer experience that you can offer. So while you don't have financial credentials to your name, they can't see me air quoting, because <laughs> I think what you've got <laughs> to say is just as valuable. Um, you are absolutely sharing your tips and, and wisdom regarding how to use the benefits and making a saving for not you and your family. Um, so for some people, it is like we said, a mindset change, a habit change. So can you talk us through sort of we've I mean, actually just to touch on something you mentioned to me when we were chatting about this uh, originally is thinking about the cashback earning cards and thinking about the discount platforms. You're thinking them as the third way to pay. It's not an extra act to action you have to take. It's just a third way to pay for your your daily life. So can you talk us through a week in the life of you yeah, <laughs> and how absolutely. you bed these things into your world on an everyday basis? Absolutely, absolutely. Let's talk first about that third way to pay, Corinne. So we make a decision to purchase, whether it's planned or impulsive, and we've got to choose a way to pay. We're going to pay with our card, whatever card that might be, or we're going to pay with cash. And, you know, the card includes things like, um, you know, Apple Pay, Google Pay, yeah. things of that nature. through your bank account, contactless. Mm-hmm. So let's hop all them into one little category. For me, when I make a decision to purchase, I don't think card, cash, stop. I think, how am I going to pay for this? Am I paying by card? Am I paying by cash? Or am I paying by e-voucher? I call it the QR code in my head. Am I going to pay by (laughs) QR code? Because all the vouchers have a little QR code on. We're all familiar with those. And then it's really thinking about the why. Why might I choose a different way to pay? So uh, if I pay by card, my pound is my pound. If I pay by cash, my pound is my pound. But if I pay by e-voucher, my pound generated me some money so you can think about it in either my pound only cost me 95p if the discount was five percent or actually I've just gained one pound and five pence for that same pound now we're not spending a pound most of the time we're spending several pounds 10 20 30 40 100 pounds so every time I spend 100 pounds although the discounts do vary I think I'm going to save at least five pound Now, I love this one. I'm going to tell you. So I was having a conversation with one of our lovely team. And I said, 
we were chatting about how you think about the discounts and they said, um, I just think about how much I'm going to save for my fuel bill. Mm-hmm. Every £5 I save is like just another £5 off that fuel bill. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh God, that's dead boring. <laughs> Which we laughed about in the moment. I went, oh, I never think about the £5 for the fuel bill. I think, <laughs> I think as I've already mentioned. Like you say, a, figure out what motivates you. <laughs> my motivation, here you go. I've just come back from it's Rome. Bottle of wine, I drank isn't it? some of the most incredible wine. Now I'm all over Italian wines. And so for me, the weekend when I do my shopping, it will be, can I get um, a bottle of Garvey? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, because it's a little bit more more expensive maybe with some brands and that money that I save will equate to that okay. it's half <laughs> as we're recording this now uh, there's going to be lots of expenses for me mm-hmm. going out with the children we will uh, consider where we're going to eat around mm-hmm. maybe where I'm going to get a 10% discount yeah because you know, it's a vast choice still, isn't there? It's not like you're limiting yourself. Absolutely. And again, in terms of great examples, so last Friday, my daughter texts me, mum, can I go to my mates after school? Uh, yeah, okay. I was thinking, oh, I don't know what to do for tea. Mm-hmm. I said to my son, Casey's not home. What do you fancy for tea? He said, mum, I really just fancy chicken and chips. Can we go to the harvester? I said, yeah. No problem at all. It's super cheap. It's relatively healthy. You've got a Mm -hmm. big salad bar. You've got a bit of protein. We're all about trying to get a balanced (laughs) meal. So the brilliant thing was we went to Harvester. We both got a main meal. He got his main meal for a pound because it was half term. And Harvester were giving children's meals for a pound. I did not know that. (laughs) Yeah. Our whole bill came to £23. Mm Mm-hmm. And I got my Harvest e-voucher mm-hmm. and simply said to the guy, I can I have the bill, please? He come over. He interestingly said, are you paying card or cash? I said, uh-huh. I'm going to pay by voucher. Mm-hmm. It'll just take me a minute to download it. I had the receipt, I knew the value, went into the app, call up the, the details, downloaded. It was there within 60 seconds. He came back. He took the details off the job done. And I had just saved the tip. So I had lovely service. I tipped him £3, but £2.30 of that I had saved by using the e-voucher. I didn't even So you made somebody else's day as well because you did. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know, there was not a moment for me being in a location where I knew I could get a discount that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have not used that e-voucher. Why would why would you do that? Yeah. You must be mad. You're literally giving money away. <laughs> if the taxman said, I'm going to give you a tax rebate of £830 a year, every year, you'd absolutely say yes, for sure. Yes, please. And this is exactly mm-hmm. the same principle with the yeah. savings. And taking that example as well, how many times does a waiter come over, bring you the bill, go off and do something else? There's no pressure to pay instantly you know you ha- can have that time to just download that voucher you can 100 mm. percent, and it, and it literally was 60 seconds you mm-hmm. know it, you know it that and that was literally me chatting to my son opening up the yeah. app <laughs> you know it was just it was just so simple and there's just no reason why not and there are loads of ways you know three weeks ago I decided to do um, a makeover on my bathroom I just landed on the doorstep of being q without a plan I went in 
I bought £120 worth of product, a new light, some tile paint, new rollers. That's my treat. I can't hate washing rollers. <laughs> um, you know, and in that £120, I think the saving, I can't remember exactly. I think it was £7.50. Mm-hmm. What did I do, Corin? I didn't think, whoops, I was saved. You went and got that garvey, didn't you? <laughs> no, I went and got myself a new plant for oh, the lovely. shelf in the bathroom <laughs> because... And, every, and, and you know, it does make me chuckle every time I look at the plant, I think, well, the plant was free. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. you know, my mindset equates the saving to something that I can have as a treat or some mm-hmm. joy or a guilty pleasure, whatever it might be. And let's Just, face it, we love a bargain. When something was free or an absolute steal, we love it even more. It has a special place in our heart. That plant, you we will never do. let that plant die, will you? You're going to water no. it every day. <laughs> it's getting water. In the bathroom every day. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting some attention. So, and I love my new bathroom as well. So, it, it's even better. So, you know, it's just about changing the way you think about things. My first thought is, can I pay with a QR code or an e voucher? Mm-hmm. It's so simple to do. Yeah, you've kind of answered my next question as well, talking us about how you use the money to to benefit your family. Um, but um, just to touch on that again, we are. We kind of talked about it. We are very much a one-click culture. A one-click, you know, we crave convenience. But you've actually just talked us through why taking that extra step to think, not just think about where you can stay, but you know, where you spend, like you know exactly where you can go. And it's not limited. You can still go to some great places if you just want to live completely off your discounts or completely off a place where you can earn cash back. You know, you still got a vast choice. Um but yeah, double bargains at Harvester apparently, especially if you're going to an afternoon. Um, but yeah, so I think a lot of the time we think about ways to save. We think about research. We think about, you know, going online and figuring out, you know, what we can do here or we can buy that cheaper there. There's sort of, there is a time process, but you've just described how people can make very impactful savings and not just on their wallet, but how they feel, Um it's boosting mental well-being as well <laughs> but actually it's not it's not inconvenient at all and that's kind of the mindset we do need to get people into when it comes to uh, utilizing their financial well-being benefits because we know a lot of businesses do offer them and they just aren't really engaged with but you've you've talked us through how it's just so easy <laughs> You've inspired me because I um, I definitely need to make the most of mine. Well, Corinne, I've got so many examples for you. I could have you here for three hours, honestly. I really could. Um, so you, it's very clear that um, the financial wellbeing benefits that uh, Sodexo Engage makes available to us and what we make available to other people make a massive difference to your lives and your children's lives as well. It's about spreading mm. the joy. <laughs> so what would you say to an employer who is looking at what steps they can take to support the financial wellbeing of their employees but doesn't really know what direction to go with? Where would you, on a phone call, I'm brand new, where would you tell me to start? I think, you know, getting back to basics, sometimes uh, we can... Um, run around in too many different directions so I think have a closer look at exactly what you are doing how effectively are you communicating that um is there anybody in your organization that uh, proactively uses it have a chat to them get some feedback from them I think talk to staff generally about how they feel about the benefits and um what might be of interest to them we get loads of benefits but we survey people uh, re- regularly in our business and one of those 
questions is always is there anything more that you think we could do you know I I had a chat to um, a client recently and it was the first time it come up and somebody pays for will writing for their staff now it's quite a emotive topic mm. but I thought that was brilliant yeah I'm 50 now Corinne sadly these <laughs> things are on my mind more than no, they used this to be is it. I think as soon as you sort of get that family it's like ah oh, yeah I, I need to think about these things yeah you know so just being asked the question gives me the opportunity to speak up as an employee and say actually that's important to me right now if I was 23 would it be that important to me maybe not but we need to cater in different ways for different people so I think Definitely asking questions, talking to other HR professionals, um, not too much noise, don't overcomplicate things, you know. I think keeping it simple is is often a really good a good way to do it as well. You know, I think that's absolutely key. So do you have any tips for businesses that do already offer quite a significant amount of in in terms of financial wellbeing benefits, but actually need to encourage their employees to to get involved in them, to buy into them, to understand their their true value? So this is an interesting one. One of the things I often say to a HR manager or HR director is, they'll say, we've got a benefits platform, not necessarily with Sodexo. And, and I want to see more positive take up and use of the program. And I'll say, do you use it yourself? <laughs> and they go, um, not that much. <laughs> and then I go, problem. <laughs> well, let's just start there, shall we? <laughs> and then I start reading off all the things I've saved money on. And then I sort of challenge them in a very gentle way and say, so would you not like to have saved on all those things I've saved on? And they go, yeah. And I go, well, why aren't you doing it? You know, <laughs> then I give them a break and I say, right, let me start. Interrogation <laughs> me, over for a few minutes. <laughs> let me leave you alone. After you've changed you're their busy, life for the better. You're a busy HR person. I get it. They're always under-resourced. They're always trying to do too many things all at once because just mm-hmm. by nature of the caring world that they that they work in. Um, so I think... You know, that is is important. But I think uh, getting maybe ambassadors within your organization. Um, mm-hmm. If you have a savvy saver like me, <laughs> use That's their... going to be on your email header now, isn't it? Lisa Fortune, savvy saver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, use, use their enthusiasm to uh, encourage other people to... Uh, look more at the benefits I think work in partnership with your provider you know one thing a provider has the responsibility to do is is to support you in the engagement of your benefits but if you don't ask them they can get a bit lazy (laughs) and not actually provide you with sufficient information Mm -hmm. if you've gone down that road of centralizing your benefits and you have still maybe some multiple providers just by nature of the product you can't Mm -hmm. always have everything with everybody again communicate with them if you've got a centralized platform with a single url where you can promote the range of benefits that you offer then ask them to change their communication Mm -hmm. to reflect that one point of contact So that you start to, again, get people used to going to one place uh, for each benefit that you have available. We Mm -hmm. really want to create a culture of it's Friday night with a glass of wine or a cup of tea 
and I'm thinking of doing some shopping tomorrow, I want to know where yeah. my benefits are. I, I know where our benefits are. It's saved mm-hmm. on my phone. Mm-hmm. If it's 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning and I was um, encountering some mental health challenges, I know we've got an employee assistance program. Mm-hmm. I know as a business we support with mental health. But do I know who it is that will support me with that? Now, mm-hmm. obviously, by nature of what I do, I absolutely do know the answer yes. to that question, Corinne. <laughs> but let's say I'm in a another company. Mm-hmm. I'm not in HR. Um, I know that the business has talked about supporting with my mental health, but I do not have a clue about the detail. But I know I need some help. Yeah. Now, I know I can go to that centralized place and there will be information on who that support can be provided by. Mm-hmm. So I think it's absolutely making things accessible, being consistent. Um, don't drop the ball, you know, yeah. on it. Yeah, this is it. We all need that reminder every now and then, don't we? Before we fall back into our bad habits. We do. <laughs> That's it. So um, for the very first podcast we did uh, last month, Debbie joined us uh, to talk about mental well-being, And I'm going to ask you the same thing. I asked her and I think that just like her you won't be able to say one thing but I'm going to challenge you anyway (laughs) so what is the most important tip or action you would want an employee to take away from what we've talked about and not just an employee anybody because this is information everyone can utilize so what is that one thing to take away well you're absolutely right (laughs) Debbie and I are from the same mold without a doubt we love a chat we've got an ology in chit chat so I'm gonna but I'm gonna try my best to be succinct so I think the key thing to consider is appreciate how significantly financial ill health impacts on your mental health mm-hmm. it intrinsically links back to the all of the conversation that was debbie debbie was having yeah if absolutely. you if anybody has ever had a moment or period in their life where money is tight or you're living till the next payday think about how your behaviors equaling those values that little change those little inter- incremental changes change your mindsets, change your behaviors, connect that with your values. You, at the outcome, will have such a sense of achievement at just doing something small, just doing that small change that has a positive impact um, on your day-to-day. It just makes Mm -hmm. such a difference. And it makes me happy listening to all these lovely stories I've told. I know, it's lovely. You know, you can't help but enjoy the experience and Mm -hmm. the the outcome of making those savings you just can't this is it and I guess the thing is as well like you say it might just be a bottle of wine it might just be the tip and in isolation it doesn't feel like a lot of money so people will be like well it's three pound what difference does three pound make well in isolation three pound it covers your tip but if you choose to save it it builds because every time you make that decision to pay with a voucher or earn cash back you're building up a pot And how big that pot gets, you are in control of because it's your decisions that influence it. And so, like we say, there might be small amounts each time, which might get you your plant, if that's what your goal is. Or it might, it could be a few hundred pounds that could be a family day out, you know. Or as we often say, you know, people spend a lot of money at Christmas time. Sort of, I think the average is about 500 pounds more just on food. And if you can, throughout that year, build up that pot 
and then you can make you can help pay for it you know it's the long goal isn't it? it's not just about the day-to-day but enjoy the day-to-day which you clearly do but there's a bigger picture as well isn't there absolutely yeah you've got to be in it for the long game I think that's a really good approach to take so if somebody's not necessarily switched on by that saving in the moment but I've, I've got a, a longer term goal so they want to you know, treat their partner to a weekend away for Valentine's next year, or they want to take the kids to the panto this year because they couldn't afford to do it last year. That's what you've got to equate the savings to. So mm-hmm. take off your can't be bothered hat. Put on <laughs> your, I'm, I'm bothered. I want to go to the panto. I want to yeah. go to Rome for Valentine's, whatever your motivation is. And if you save that £2.30 on the meal, you know, We've, we have lots of extravagant meals for celebrations in Miller and Casa mm-hmm. where I've saved £16.80 you know, yeah. on one, ex, one expense. That's a phenomenal amount of money. But mm. if you put all that money in a jar and count that up in a few months' time, it, that may be something that motivates you. Yeah. you know, within um, our platform, we uh, have a visual prompt when you repeatedly buy e-vouchers for different things. It starts to accumulate the value that you saved in a little um, in a little marker at the top of the screen, so you can see how much mm. you've you've saved. Um, and and that the more you the see, the more you oh, just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You mm. get quite quite excited by the achievements of, uh, you know, uh, of saving more. Like you say, that's that motivator. Now, I, I actually sabotaged you there because I asked you to give me one thing and then I, I made you give me more. So I apologise. However, <laughs> <laughs> back into the, the most important tip or the, the one thing you would want um, someone to take away this, but for this time towards the employer or the, the HR professional, what would you say to them? So I think in terms of benefits, I think just reiterating the point is um, make sure you keep it alive. There is no point having the sexiest platform on the planet and nobody knows about it or they knew about it at the beginning and we had all that rah-rah and then it, 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 it just disappears into the background. Like anything, like the plant, you've got to keep watering mm-hmm. it. To keep it alive. So there's oh, we your perfect seamless, example. seamless link there. You know? So um so from that perspective, you need to uh, work with an organization that is going to consistently support you in the regular promotion of the platform. That's really important. My other big tip is lots of organizations now will have a mental health first aider. And um you in every organization you'll always have people like me who get excited by the savings, like shopping, are an excitable person, uh, motivational. Find that person. You know Uh who they are. You Uh know there may be one or two of them. And generate a benefit buddy. Yeah. And generate somebody who you give responsibility they don't have to be a manager a leader uh you know somebody of responsibility but give them the responsibility of helping be the ambassador for benefits so mm-hmm. they they are a little extension of hr in that way in and often hr teams are small these days you know we speak to lots of organizations with just one or two even one person so mm-hmm. get the the community that you're in on board, encourage people to share ideas on what they're making savings on. Even if they don't want to share them personally, say Mm -hmm. we've got an inbox for our benefit buddy. 
if you made the saving and you're excited by it, pop it on an email, send it to the benefit buddy, and they will share our collective savings examples across the business once a month just to mm-hmm. remind you of different ways to do it that's so brilliant. i think just you know you've got to have a plan you've got to be consistent that's it communication <laughs> communication love well, it thank you for somebody that doesn't think they're an expert i think you have absolutely shared some pearls of wisdom here <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for joining me and thank as you. I say, sharing your financial well-being tips sharing your life experiences as well as i say peer-to-peer support hearing someone that doesn't just preach it they practice it I think that has a lot of value I really do absolutely and for employers as well to find out what they can do to you know embed household supporting employee benefits into their offering and to get the uptake there as well because that's the key isn't it Mm -hmm. um so if anyone listening here wants to pick your brains further how should they get in touch with you so uh, if you want to hear more of my shopping experiences, <laughs> uh, you can contact me by email, lisa.fortune at sodexo.com. Or you can find me on LinkedIn. There are not many Lisa Fortunes out there. So you should find me quite quickly. Um, or obviously you can call in um, and uh, speak to us um, on the telephone. But I'd love to hear from you all. And I've got loads of exciting ideas to share with you. And does it say, by the way, on your LinkedIn profile, Savvy Saver? Because I, I think it no, should move forward. No, but maybe I, this is my next action. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my to-do list, Karen. <laughs> so thank you very much. And if you'd like to learn more about helping uh, you stretch your employee salaries further, just head over to our website, sodexoengage.com. Uh, we've got lots of product pages. We've got guides. We've got blogs, all focused on... Um, many different topics but there's a lot of focus at the moment on the cost of living crisis and how you can uh, provide financial well-being benefits so thank you for listening to our empowering people and fueling businesses podcast we hope you join us again next month for some more human and impactful content mm-hmm.